These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest people I know. Hello, world, and welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. We are coming to you live from the Georgia Radio. What are you talking about? (laughs) You just noted that this is our 61st episode, and you went back to We're Live. Mm -hmm. I can't not call you out. I think I still want, deep down, to Mm -hmm. be live. To be live? Mm. Okay, fair enough. My dad wrote a porno podcast. They're on tour. Mm Mm-hmm. Where's our world tour, George? That's a really good point. We Thanks. need to go on our world tour to all our continents. We'll start in Elko, Nevada. Huge in Elko, Nevada. <laughs> By the way, hello to our biggest fan out there. <laughs> Glad he's doing all right. You know, I want to talk about so many things with you guys. We have a whole week between when we see each other. Mm-hmm. And I was recently promoted. Oh, what? Oh, congrats. That's awesome. Well, hey. Uh, wow. Thanks. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, in that I was a production manager, and now I've been granted the opportunity to be the producer, which is effectively nice. the one running a show on these little silly videos that we make for this company that I work for. I did a lot of prep to become a guy that could produce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of unpaid stuff that wasn't technically part of my job to get this opportunity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they gave it to me and that's great and so i politely requested Mm -hmm. hey what additional compensation comes with this Mm -hmm. new grandiose responsibility upon which i have been bestowed (laughs) i hope you didn't ask it like that (laughs) i was much more poetic (laughs) and i got an email on friday that said hi will I appreciate the gumption with which you've seized this great opportunity. And I really admire how bold you were in producing, and I think you're going to do a great job. This doesn't sound like it's going well. (laughs) Unfortunately. Yeah, Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I was feeling that turn coming. It's going downhill now. That's the worst word you ever want to see in a letter from your boss. No, (laughs) yeah. There is no additional compensation. Yeah. At this time. Okay. Welcome to corporate America. Yeah. Uh What we can offer Mm -hmm. is the knowledge and experience. Mm. No. Oh, you can kiss my ass. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I was a little disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. (laughs) So weird. Now, my wife is the smartest person I know. And in my frustration, I was discussing this over with her, and we went back and forth, and she says, but Will, you are a producer. And I said, yes, 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 Buddhism, Buddhism, yes, yes, compassion, avoiding afflictive emotion, trying not to express the disappointment that I feel in this moment. And she says, really, and I hate to tell you this, but the thing you were really after wasn't money, but dare I say, the knowledge and experience of being a producer. She drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. So I tackled her. Wow. (laughs) And she's right. Not that 
I am not disappointed with this mm-hmm. whole thing. And not that it's over, because right. I'm going to basically approach this issue again mm-hmm. on Monday when I come back. I haven't responded yet. I took mm-hmm. the weekend to calm down a little bit. Right. And I'm going to see what happens. But the truth is, I wanted to be a producer for this company so that I have a producer credit, exactly. which I will. Mm-hmm. Which is really bigger in my life at this point mm-hmm. than a few extra quid. You can't let the corporate man do that to you. Okay. I am a business owner, and I will tell you, it is uncouth at best to ask an employee to do more work for less money. And it's mm. also how you dishearten an employee. They yeah. made a mistake, because like, you're going to be bitter and probably go and work for someone else at some point because of it. So if they don't want to give you more money, then find out what they can give you more of, like PTO or vacation mm-hmm. days or something. Negotiate. Yes. Exactly. I love that. Well, yeah. I yeah, have Don't that. let them win. That's some BS. I was snapping yeah. for justice over here. <laughs> Thank you. That's for justice. Thank yes. you. I appreciate it. I'm with you, George. I said, well, actually, I value time more than money, so how about an extra 10 days off? <laughs> there you go. I just want to close this out by saying, ever the comedian, I did a little online shopping yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I purchased <laughs> for myself okay. a mm-hmm. custom trucker hat. Oh. Okay. And on this hat, it says in rather bold letters, I'm just here for the knowledge and experience. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, and wow. I'm going to wear it to work. Oh, wow. That's bold. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Tell us how that goes, Will. Yeah, tell us if you're employed on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for... You know, we won't even charge you for those minutes of therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys are believing mirrors and supportive, and we have yeah. to support each other as mm-hmm. artists. And we have to support mistakes that happen. Well, where are you going with this? I want to talk to you about... This is the headline. I would never otherwise write this, but it was a dicey situation. <laughs> That's funny. Truck spills dice. Oh, I see what you did <laughs> like there. Like game dice? <laughs> Bludgeoning damage to the Atlanta freeway. Oh, my God. How? <laughs> a driver for the Atlanta-based Trivium Games rolled a natural one on his truck handling check as he transported three pallets full of six-sided dice down the interstate. He took a turn too sharply and ended up dumping 216,000 dice onto the asphalt. Oh, wow. I think the plural is die. Is it not? (laughs) Is that making that up? I think you're right, TJ. Yeah. Thank you. I I read sometimes. Or or is it the opposite? Is it one die and two dice? Oh, Mm. Oh, good question. We'll need to have Professor Chris answer this for us. Roll the die. Thank you. Trivium Games claims that this spill amounted to the largest dice roll in history. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Which was a record previously held by the United Kingdom for Brexit. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. I don't know if you can hear an eye roll. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Remember when the money flew out of the armor car? Which one would be worse to be behind? I guess it would probably be better to be behind all the money, but could you imagine the inconvenience with Atlanta traffic and how bad it already is? Of money is just flying in the Money, street. dice, what's yeah. next? Dice is dangerous. That can okay. shatter your windshield. That's going to be like hell yeah. coming out of the sky or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> money, you just put your hand out the window and see how many like, you can no. catch. <laughs> one time when Beanie Babies was a thing mm-hmm. and McDonald's had Beanie Babies and Happy Meals, yeah. a truck okay. full of Beanie Babies had the same thing happen. <laughs> oh, my God. 
guy. Hundreds, if not thousands, of Beanie Babies were all over the highway, wow. and people were stopping to get them because it was a craze. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> helicopter cam caught them, and then the police got mad and followed up with these people because some people pulled over on Highway 75 and let their kid run out into the highway and get Beanie Babies and come back in the car. Oh my! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't think when you're on the highway and something falls off a truck that it's like a free for all necessarily. Police, y'all got other stuff to do. Let us have something. <laughs> yeah, I Let think us we send our children into traffic for toys. Right. <laughs> the large number of dice means that we can estimate what the result would be. Okay, what they rolled. Right, so an average dice roll is 3.5, mm. right? Okay. And so the total of this $216,000 dice roll would be roughly 756000 that's a lot of moves around the Monopoly board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of go money. I wonder how, how many times do you pass go? <laughs> yeah. I feel like my mind just rolled into another dimension because I'm like, huh? That was too many numbers for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want to really roll the dice here. Okay. Oh, and, let's roll them. I love gambling. We've got Lori, who is one of the bartenders at the Old Mule House, which is George's new restaurant on the line. Hey, Lori. Yes, I am. I am here for your entertainment. Hi, Lori. <laughs> How are things going up at the Mule House? You're one of the funniest They're people we know. They're going amazing. Tell us about yourself. You're from Jasper, right? Well, I'm half from Louisiana, and I'm half from Georgia. I've been back in Georgia for about five years. I've been serving since I was 14, bartending for about five, and that's just what I do. I like slinging drinks and having fun. And Lori, y'all, is hilarious. She is so much fun. People love her. She is literally one of the funniest people I know right now. Well, you're one of the funniest people we know, Lori. I've had the chance to meet you a couple of times, and I always have a blast hanging out at the old mule house up there. Oh, thank you. Lori, I'm going to hand you over to TJ. He's got some questions about being a bartender and what it's like to work for George. TJ, take it away. All right, TJ, let's go. Thanks, Will. Lori, big fan. You are one of the many well-respected professions of being a bartender, I believe, and it's like one of the hardest jobs in the world, (laughs) dealing with the public. I've been there before, being a server myself. I'll start with the first question. Was it like being a bartender? I think it's a blast. It's fun. I get to be mean to people, and they love it. (laughs) (laughs) So you're like one of those sassy bartenders. You have a character. I love it. When people ask me, you know, I just want a little bit of water. And I give them a shot glass full of water, and I'm like, here's your little bit of water. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like that. favorite thing to do. (laughs) You're like Tyra Banks in Kaido Ugly. Yeah. Hell no. H2O. Yes. (laughs) 100%. Like, if George would allow me to stand up on the bar and dance, I would. Yes. (laughs) Let's do that. That'd be fun. I would Kaido Ugly night. Yes. We can sell tickets to that. We can make it a charity event and everything. (laughs) Charity event. Oh, my gosh. What charity? Charity means tips. Oh, yeah, there we go. (laughs) Benefiting Laura, yeah. (laughs) Lori's the charity. Yeah, Lori. (laughs) How would you say your bosses are at the Mule House? The bosses? Oh, I love them. They're the best management team I've ever worked for in my life. George is amazing. Chris is amazing. The bar manager, the chef, the service manager, they're awesome. And it's not just because they all sign my checks and make my schedule. Right. (laughs) They really are awesome. She read that script perfectly. Thank you, Lori. (laughs) Unless, of course, they make me mad, and then I'm like, they all can f*** it. (laughs) Power to you, Lori. Same. What other places have you bartended at? Have you just always been a bartender at places like Old Mule House, or has there ever been like an Hobie's? 
I used to work at this bar in Jasper, and it was fun, but it's, it's not the same as the Mule House. And then before that, I bartended at like a corporate restaurant, like an Applebee's or Chili, to where it's all very structured, and you have to do this, and you have to do that, mm-hmm. make it just like this, and don't make that. And I was just like, yeah, no, I'm just going to make stuff up as I go along. And people <laughs> loved it. It's fun. You get that leeway as a bartender. You get the same leeway as a server. Oh, okay. Unless you're me, and then you can say whatever you want to to a table, and they don't care. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. How do they do the Applebee's margaritas for only a dollar? It's very watered down. I'll just say that. Oh, interesting. It's, I knew it's it. margarita-flavored water. I knew it. Really it. Yeah. yeah. When it's one dollar a drink, how can you not get hammered after 20 of them? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'd rather have two Mule House cocktails for $20. <laughs> good job, Will. You read your script exactly. properly. <laughs> because they taste good. Our bar manager has probably the best drinks I've ever tasted in my life. No. Like, at first, I was like, hmm, you're mean, and I don't like you, and you're making me do stuff your way. But then I started <laughs> tasting his drinks, and I was like, dang, dude, these are good. All right, never mind. I'll start listening. What would you say is the craziest thing that has happened while you bartended? I had to break up a bar fight between <gasps> two tables one night who were slinging chairs and slinging yeah. tables okay, back so and forth. Start People were from... busting bottles over each other's head. Yeah. Now, this was not at the Mule House. This was at a previous place. Cops were called. People were arrested. And I was like, holy crap. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've never and seen over a bar nothing fight. Because someone tripped and fell. And then oh, the other man. table got mad because this person tripped and fell. And they <laughs> all just started like, jumping on each other. And I was like, um, I don't know what to do. Just everyone put the chairs and tables down, please, and go home. Dude, people get touchy when they're drunk. That was kind of crazy. And then there's this one little guy, and he picks up a chair like he's going to whack someone over the back of the head with it. And I was like, you put that son of a gun down right now! Because, I mean, he wasn't part of it. And he just looked at me like, oh, I think she's serious. And I was like, yeah, I'm definitely serious. Get out of here now. Leave. Go. Bye. Get. That was the craziest night, I think, that I've ever had working in a bar. Lori, what advice do you have for anyone that's thinking about going into your profession? What makes you so successful? Having thick skin and a great sense of humor. That's good advice. Yeah. You can't let people bother you. You can't let them hurt your feelings. If they're being mean, you just kind of be mean back, but in a funny, hospitable way. I love that philosophy. Mm-hmm. What is the best drink, in your opinion, on the menu at the old Mule House? The lemon drop, hands down. Oh, you're not kidding. No, I'm not kidding. It is the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. No pun intended. <laughs> We've each got some cocktails that we want to pitch to you as mm-hmm. a bartender. The best one will actually go on the menu. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. Last time we did this, Alexandria won. She created the Thin Mint Julep, and it actually became the Thin Mint Teeny mm-hmm. and was on the menu. And then at Halloween, it was the Frankenmint cocktail. Oh. So that has become a popular cocktail. So Alexandria has a cocktail on the menu. Ew. And and Will and I used to enjoy these wonderful Manhattans. I called the Amato Manhattans. And those are now on the menu. Mm-hmm. So TJ, pressure's on. Since Alex last won this competition, we'll let her go first. So I'm going to hand the mic over to Alex. And, Lori, feel free to weigh in with your expert opinion. Alex is the one with the Thin Mint, right? Yes, Alex (laughs) created the Thin Mint. Oh, my God, I loved it so much. (laughs) All right, here we go. As the cocktail champion, as I have called myself, I wanted to come in with some holiday-themed ones. I just thought about a lot of the things we experienced. The first one I want to call, I need you to shut the F up. (laughs) I love it. Okay, (laughs) right, girl? It's turkey and dressing with a brown gravy liqueur and a splash of bourbon. And then it'll be garnished with the cranberry sauce from the Ocean Spray can. (laughs) Get like a little rim or something. You can rim it in like a 
French onions that are crushed up. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> From the green bean casserole, girl. Yes, yes. ma'am. <laughs> and the point is to drink it at the right moment so it can hit you just in time for you to doze off as your favorite misogynistic uncle starts to explain to you why T.I. isn't wrong. To be inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just in time for him to tell you T.I.'s daughter getting her hymen checked every year is not a problem. They keep the partnership probably with a roofie, though. <laughs> I like it. Ooh, kick it up a notch, yes. I want to continue the holiday cocktail with this one called Blackout Christmas. Blackout Christmas, yep. okay. One-third eggnog, one-third vanilla vodka, one-third cinnamon whiskey, served over ice and a pitcher, all for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah, no, I like that. Since the holidays are coming up, my drink is two shots of Hennessy yeah. in a chai tea latte, and I'm going to call it a gospel Christmas. <laughs> I like it. My last drink for the holiday season is what I want to call We Took a Walk. When I'm with my family, sometimes we take a walk after Christmas dinner when everyone gets on your nerves to maybe get a little lifted. As you come back from this walk, just in time for all the hunger to hit you, I have a cocktail. You have to mix it in a blender so you can make a smoothie milkshake type of thing. But it's going to be a bunch of gingerbread cookie crumbs and frozen cheesecake that you find in the fridge or whatever house you're at. And then you just yeah. mix it with spiced rum. Just turn it into whatever smoothie concoction, and it just fulfills whatever hunger needs you're feeling at the time because of that walk that you just took. It's a rum cheesecake that smoothie. very filling. You know, sure, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like dessert to me. Exactly. It's dessert and a cocktail all in one. It's a win-win. It's an absolute win-win. <laughs> I would definitely drink that one. This is the mistletoe surprise. It's a holiday spritzer with three-fourth cup of white wine, one-fourth cup of Sprite, and a double shot of cranberry for loco that did not ask for consent. Oh, that's called the go to sleep right now. <laughs> oh. That's already a drink. My that's bad. what that's called. I, never mind. That's a, my whole Christmas dinner is coming up. <laughs> I'm going to throw out one more, and this is going to take the cake. Mm, mm-hmm. This is called the hot buttered mule. Mm. Mm. Okay. It's... One shot of Kraken spiced rum, two ounces of homemade ginger simple syrup, one ounce of coconut cream, and four ounces of hot water. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you trying to kill us all? <laughs> That's the drink that killed God, everybody. God, you don't want us to wake up from our Christmas or Thanksgiving nap, do you? <laughs> what did so we funny. ever do to you? <laughs> Just real quick, Lori, get your thoughts on this. This is basically... A minced quail egg <laughs> with six shots of wild turkey to Mm-mm. the face, and I'm going to call it a Dick Cheney. Nice. Oh, I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> it's going to be garnished with an empty shotgun shell. <laughs> Ooh. 100%. Lori's creative. She is. Lori, we are delighted to talk to you. Which of those drinks do you think you'd want to put on the menu at the Mule House? Yeah, which one would Michael allow? Oh, God, I have no idea. I want to put all of them on there. And the Jasper Jewel. <laughs> oh, the Jasper Jewel. Yeah. What's the Jasper the- Jewel? Y'all pitched it from the last show. You don't remember? TJ's pitch. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Garnished with the Jewel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm for You don't it. remember. Shame on you. This is your show, not mine. I TJ had one listen. before I came over, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Lori, for being on the show. I'm definitely going to be up to the old Mule House to see you soon. Absolutely. And let's just call this interview with the bartender part one, because I expect to be on for more episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I am now a recurring guest. And um, George, I'm going to need some more pay, okay? Okay. 
All right, thank you. Y'all have a great night. I appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. George, have you decided which of those cocktails you're going to throw on your menu? I do like the idea of mixing a cheesecake with a rum. I don't know if that's a cocktail or a mm. drunk fat kid on the couch, yeah. but it <laughs> sounds delicious. It is, it's decadent. I'd like to make another play, though, for the hot buttered mule, because mm. Lily made this for me this week, and it's amazing. It's the water, I think, <laughs> that threw me off. Maybe tea. Maybe you could do tea. That's what a hot Something with is. flavor. Yeah. True, true. But you don't need it. You have the simple syrup, the rum, and the coconut cream. Why'd you put the water in? So that it's a hot, steaming beverage. Uh. TJ, it wouldn't be the holidays without our favorite gift, one of your lists. Gwyneth Paltrow, as y'all know, owns Goop, and she just released her holiday gift guide. Gwyneth's favorite things? Yes. Can you tell me what Goop is real quick? Goop is Gwyneth Paltrow's consumer website, I guess you could say, and it's the most random stuff, and it's all ridiculously priced, but... We all live for it anyway because it's Gwyneth. Her hand-curated items of stuff? Mm-hmm. Right. She hand-picked these, I imagine. Okay. And she's perfect in every way. Exactly. Copy that. Okay, Kinda go ahead. Kind of like Oprah's favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Except it's Gwyneth. This is a custom plant music installation from Data Garden. Basically, you hook up these pods. They look like earphones to your plants, and they make music. For you. (laughs) These things look like the stuff you put on someone's chest when you're doing an EKG. Exactly. And you put that on a cactus, and then you play music for your cactus? Correct. What's the point? Somehow the plants make music, and you record the sounds they make. Oh, you're recording the cactus? Yes. Well, that sounds even stupider. (laughs) Are there noises that cactus make? Apparently, if you listen very closely. TJ, what do you think a cactus sounds like? Like, the cactus. You you think it says its name? (laughs) I'm all prickly. I don't know. Sounds a lot like your Robert De Niro impression. (laughs) I just feel like this is when you know you have too much money. I don't have time to listen to my plants make noises. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gwyneth does, apparently. How much do y'all think it is? Two hundred dollars. I'm gonna say three hundred and seventy-five dollars. Two hundred, three seventy-five, four fifty. Y'all were way down. Twenty-five thousand dollars. Child, 25, please. Twenty-five thousand. I'm sorry. I almost smacked your laptop out of your hand. Gwyneth has just disrespected us all. Isn't that the greatest stocking stuff for you guys? What Tea. would you do if on Christmas morning, at the toe of your stocking? With these little headphones so you can hear your cactus. <laughs> and Leon's looking at you like, I mortgaged the house for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the next item, limited to just 12 copies, one for each astronaut who walked on the moon. The Lunar Rock edition of Norman Mailer's Moonfire is designed by Mark Newsom. Each book is contained in a case inspired by the Apollo 11 LEM. It's surface and an actual 3D topography of the moon and comes with a unique piece of lunar meteorite. How much do y'all think it is? The book looks like a little robot, mm-hmm. and it comes with a piece of meteorite. Yes, correct. And there's only 12? 12 copies is what it so says. So if the plant headphones cost $25,000, right? then I'd say the very limited edition moon book, uh-huh. $75,000. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with $50,000. All right. Mm, I'm going to go lower and say twenty. Closer to Will at $400,000. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Could you imagine spending four hundred thousand dollars for a book that isn't the first edition of the Bible? <laughs> right. Do you think right. there's any typos in it? All on Goop, everybody. Now, who is this list for? Is this just for like friends? She's <laughs> just trying to get Oprah to buy one of okay. these things. Her website's not going to do too well. If this is all she's got. <laughs> all right. Next one: restraining arts kit. Yeah, to be clear, this is not a BDSM kit. This is a restraining arts kit. It includes wrist cuffs, ankle cuffs, a paddle, and restraining straps. It definitely looks like an S&M package. Yeah. That is a black paddle if I've ever seen one. Yep. Gwyneth girl, call us and tell us what's going on. I can tell you, at Insurrection, that costs (laughs) (laughs) $49.95. There's four straps, four cuffs, and a black paddle. Yep. Maybe... Sixty nine ninety five. Sixty nine ninety five. Okay. What was it designed for again? Restraining arts, Alex. Yeah, the restraining arts. Not S and M. Yeah. Um, restraining arts for oh, an exotic professional. I'm gonna say six hundred dollars. Okay. Six hundred. A thousand. A thousand. All right. Mm-hmm. Closer to Alexandria, one thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. Disrespectful. Wow. Leon <laughs> gives you a thirteen hundred dollar bondage kit. <laughs> And you look at him, you're like, if you spent more than $69.95 on this, I'm going to kick your ass. Did you go to Amity? I will paddle you with this and return it. Do you know we could have just went down to Target? <laughs> I'm just yep. exhausted of these prices. You're going to like the next one. This is the auto-automatic joint roller. machine <laughs> would do the pinching and the rolling for you actually. instead of having someone else do it. Oh my god, the time I would save. <laughs> You push a button and it rolls your joints for you. Correct. I'm going to say $1,250. Okay. If you want to look at it. Mm. This is electronic. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking sharper image level. Mm. I'm yeah. going to say $2,000. Yeah, you could get like a Stone Brooks. Yeah, Brooks Brooks Stone. Brooks Stone. <laughs> Brooks Stone. <laughs> Stoned Brooks. <laughs> 2000 Yep. I said twelve fifty. Twelve fifty. I'm going to go 3000 All right. So we had 3000 he said two thousand. I, I said twelve fifty. It's one thirty. One hundred and thirty dollars. One hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the it, nicest yeah. thing you showed us, and it's the most recently. I know. Priced. George, right? put away your credit card. Now is not the time <laughs> yeah. for online shopping. Okay. This All is right. a podcast. This is a studio. We're in the NPR building. <laughs> Last one, y'all. A flight to space on the Virgin Galactic. Ooh, it's a hundred thousand. No. 30000 Wait, that's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> a flight to space. Or is it half a mil? I forget. Like a Delta. But, like, not a Delta. Delta but like... <laughs> More like Spirit. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying $350,000. $350,000? Yeah. All right, no. Final answer, half a mil. Okay. And then Damn, Alexandria? Um, $550,000. George was closest. $250,000. Oh. oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's just one reasonable... No, it makes it sound like a bargain. I just saved $100,000. Y'all, I'm $100,000 there. Exactly. (laughs) Other things on the list include a dehydrated caviar bar at $99, then a Louis Vuitton solar lamp at $5,150, and then you also have um, a the brass or a copper fire extinguisher <laughs> at $250. Ooh, a copper fire extinguisher uh, yeah. at $250? Yeah. Oh, those are oh, nice. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, it's a decorative piece. <laughs> that I can... Ex- I just copper. don't know why Louis Vuitton has a damn... Lamp? Solar lamp. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's got, like, brown leather straps. Mm-hmm. It is a pretty lamp. It oh, is. Exactly. Some of these well, items... TJ, this is great. Is this what you're asking for for Christmas? If you could give me all of it, I mean, that would be great. I don't know. I'm not asking for a lot. 
Um, <laughs> I don't think, but I mean that'd be cool. I would also love like the Rumpel beer blanket. If anything, for only eight dollars, that's the See, lowest. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Give me a beer a blanket. Blanket for you. I could use that. It's got a little mm. pouch to store. Oh, if you Ooh. like, if you're gonna go to take a nap with makes- a beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, wow. a little sleeping bag. Well, thank you, TJ, and thank you, Goop. If you have any holiday <laughs> gift ideas that you'd like to recommend, you can email us at thefunniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been another episode here from the Georgia Radio Reading Service at our studios in Atlanta. Shout out and a happy holidays to producer Jane, who edits the show. And, of course, to George, who schedules this whole thing. And the funniest people I know for committing now to our 61 episodes. Yay. Tell a friend about the show. Take care of yourself. Live Mm -hmm. with compassion. And have yourselves a hilarious week. Bye. Bye.